Welcome to Horrorphobia. Oh my god! He made it! A spooky movie review podcast for the horror lovers and the horrorphobics alike. Never saw them titties. I can't imagine why. Those destroy the child. Learn your lesson. We have to have some Halloween spirit. Show us your balls or get the fuck out! Without further interruption, let's celebrate and suck some dick. Hey there, Potato Heads, and welcome to Horrorphobia, a spooky movie review podcast for the horror lovers and the horrorphobics alike. I'm your host, Jake. Next to me is my wife, Emily. Hi. Across the internet, we have our friend, Ryan. Hello. And all the way across the slutty, slutty internet, we have our friends, Ian and Jake. Hello. Hey, guys. We are a group of lifelong friends who review horror movies. Why horror movies? Because I love them. And I hate them. We have a great episode for you today. Uh, this week's episode, we will be reviewing 1996's From Dusk Till Dawn. First, we will do our movie synopsis, our spoiler-free review, and then we'll get everyone's score for the film. We review on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being a... <laughs> 10 being a... Hey, mommy! Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> First, uh, or no, wait. And then Ryan, acting as a resident scaredy cat, will rate the spook factor of the film. And then we will begin our spoiler-filled walkthrough of the film. And I will be providing behind-the-scenes info. And I'll provide some critical reception. And if it applies, I'll provide box office and budget, and then we'll get into our own personal likes and dislikes of the film. I did that all from memory because the script that I thought was in this chat is the old script. So it's an just, AI script. Just yeah. give just give me some give me some credit there. They came nice. back for us. <laughs> we thought they were dead and they came back for us. <laughs> then after the review, we're all gonna play a game. This week's game is going to be uh, choose your own adventure. Do we have a name for that? Yeah, it's just called the Vampire Hunter. It's a it's a choose your adventure. Nice, dude. Uh, and then after the game, we will go to the horror phobia wheel and decide next week's movie. But like I said before, this week's movie is 1996's From Dusk Till Dawn. <clears throat> Here is my synopsis. Two criminals are on the run from the law after they pull off a violent robbery. As they make their way through southern Texas, they end up taking a family hostage. With the family in tow, they escape into Mexico and hide out in a local strip club. Soon after, they find out all too well that the locals fucking suck. I <laughs> Two vampire movies in a row. That's really good. Can't stop. That's really good. That's Can't good. That's good. I like it. I like it. All right. Here's my review. If Robert Rodriguez films were a dairy product, they would be Gogurt. <laughs> Nothing of substance nutrition-wise, but damn are they enjoyable. From Dust Till Dawn is my favorite movie of his, and it's also my favorite vampire film, bar none. I typically hold that fact pretty close to the chest because I truly hope that some people will start this film knowing nothing about it. What some may say is a weakness this movie has, I say is its biggest strength, and that is that it almost feels like two separate films. I personally love the fact that it feels like this. If there had been a scene at the beginning letting the viewer know ahead of time where the two criminals were headed, 
So much magic that this film has would have been lost. The movie is violent, vulgar, exploitative, and fun in a way that only Tarantino and Rod Rodriguez can deliver. Maybe it's only for Gen Xers and Millennials who have an affection for directors that don't play fair. But this is a podcast that is chock full of Millennials, and boy do we love foul language. Whoa. Boy do we love foul language, shitty characters, gratuitous bloodshed, and violence. If you can get over the corny bits, this film is a thrill ride like no other. That's why I'm giving this film 9.5 snapping pussies out of 10. <laughs> Chop chop, nine point five. Yeah, yeah. I, dude. I, uh, there's like one scene that every single time I watch this, I'm like, ah. and so that's why I can't give it a perfect ten. It is until we find out what it is. Yeah. Uh, so Ryan, what do you think about From Dusk Till Dawn? Very similar. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of overlapping ideas here in our reviews, but I'll read it anyway. From dusk till dawn feels like those moments where you're driving home while disassociating, and when you snap back into reality, you have no idea how you got where you are. The destination was achieved, but there could be a pile of bodies behind you when you would never know. Not to be confused with drunk driving. And if that analogy didn't land, it's because you weren't smart enough to get it. My point is that this film takes so long to get to where it's going, the turns it takes give you whiplash as the atmosphere completely shifts, from a clearly Tarantino-involved film to a campy, bloody shit show, and I have to say, I absolutely love it. Two-thirds of the movie is a compelling outlaw story with fantastic characters and truly interesting dialogue. And just as that gets stale, we're treated to boobs, bikers, and bloodsuckers presented in a self-aware and extremely fun fashion. It truly feels like two separate, fully fleshed-out films crammed into one hour and 48 minutes, yet the two seamlessly meld together so well. This was such a fun watch, and if my friends recommend them, I'd love to catch up on the sequels as well. And I gave it an 8.3 user-friendly crossbows. Nice. Uh, Emily, what are your thoughts? Uh, Robert Rodriguez is my favorite director. Um, I like everything that he does. Uh, mostly Spy Kids, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! That makes so much sense. Yeah, there right? are so many people from Spy Kids in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's such, yeah, Junie, all of them, they're all. Um, but I give it a eight out of ten killer disco balls. Hell yeah! Nice. Uh, Ian. Uh so I love the excessively violent, like Grindhouse style. This movie mm -hmm. had. Um, I like, but I also pretty much like anything involving Tarantino too. Um, the first half was like cold blooded and then the last half was just like a silly fun time with a bunch of like vampire stabbings. So that was cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, my only, my major knock on it, I suppose would be like, that felt like it was a little too long, the ending. Mm. Um, but the titty counter was off the charts. <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's, that's cool. Uh uh, I'm gonna, Salma never Hayek, saw though. them titties. Yeah, <laughs> never saw them titties, Salma. Yep. Uh, yeah. Look, uh, I'm gonna give it an 8.8 .8 death by geckos. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> nice. Uh, Jake. Uh, uh, to avoid saying what everyone else has said, <laughs> I think Jake's review was closest on to what uh, oh, I would think. Okay. 
Um, not, <laughs> not that high of a score because I think kind of what Ian was saying, like near the end, but I think it was more of the whole movie in general felt like some scenes just were too long um, for me. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I gave it uh, 7.6 little friends and they can all run faster than you can. <laughs> That's good. This was, uh, I didn't know this, this was Tarantino's first script. Yeah, yeah. He, he wrote it for this special effects company that did the film. Hmm. And uh, uh, did not get made huh. until after he became Tarantino, but it was yeah. ever sold script. Wow, that's yeah. super interesting. Uh, did you take one of Ian's behind the scenes facts with that one? or Okay. My other one was the snakes thing. Oh, okay. Damn it. Well, I, didn't, I haven't said it. I haven't said it yet. No, I know. We'll, we'll okay. get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll I do. There. I have a few other fun facts besides those two. So, yeah. I love this movie. Um, yeah, this is. What's your favorite Robert Rodriguez film? I don't know. Spy Kids. Ask me again. Yes, yeah. Spy Kids. Uh, okay. Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Sir, ask, you, <laughs> ask you after the podcast? Uh, yeah. Ask me next podcast. I'll think about it. We're oh, next do. podcast. Yeah. Has we'll anybody bring, seen? Yeah, we'll... Has anybody seen Sin City? Yeah. Yeah. I have. Is that any good? Yeah. That that was my first time. I I feel like I understood Robert Rodriguez films. Like yeah. I don't think oh. I got that. Like I mean, I didn't watch a lot besides before that. I think I had only seen Spy Kids uh, and probably um, Desperado on like TNT. Mm. Um. So the first time I watched Sin City, I kind of finally understood Robert Rodriguez because, like, I was just like, he's it's corny. He's a corny director, but when it gets into gratuitous violence mixed in with the corniness, I I finally get it. Yeah. Um, mm. So like watching Spy Kids and all of his other PG PG thirteen films, I'm I'm not usually the biggest fan of because it just comes off like he's a corny director. Um, but then did, you like, switch over to uh, Sin City, and you see the hot mom from Sin Kit, Sin or from Spy Kids. Sin you, you see her. You see her. Some Sin Kids, dude. They should do a crossover. <laughs> they did a Machete movie. <laughs> yeah, I know they did. That that movie's awesome. Yeah, I just watched it again. It's fucking awesome. Um, I feel like uh, it kind of for it's like a comedian trying to act clean. Like I feel like when Robert Rodriguez does like PG movies, G movies, like kids movies, it almost like forces him to be creative in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I get how some people wouldn't like it. Just like watching a comedian they know who doesn't usually act clean, uh, yeah. try and do a clean act. But, you know, sometimes I mean, it works and sometimes sometimes it's a skill that some people just don't have. And granted, mm. I have not seen Spy Kids since I, I was a child. And by the time Spy Kids had come out, I had already seen James Bond movies and Mission Impossible. And yep. so to me, it felt like it was beneath me. I was a little shitty 12-year-old. Because Ryan liked yeah, it, and we all shit you, on Ryan for liking Spy okay, Kids. Okay, but you here's the thing about Spy Kids, though. It had, like, the imagination in that movie was off the fucking charts. Like, they, mm -hmm. like, came up with so many concepts that, like, yeah. Are, are very like interesting i like, spike like truly two. like two is great too three yeah. sucked but like spike kids one and two i'm pretty sure i would still like i haven't seen yeah. them in fucking 20 years but i'm pretty two, sure like, i still like them was two kind of like tron 
No, two no, was like that was uh, three. Yeah, three was yeah. like Tron. I think yeah. I saw that one at the drive-in movie theater. <laughs> Oof, <laughs> yeah. I was old. Two is like uh <laughs> <laughs> It's like me. Wait, what? What was the episode that we called me out for for having watching Naked Brothers Band? Uh, oh, that was hereditary. hereditary. You were 15, bitch. <laughs> yeah, because Alex Wolf was in Hereditary and he's yeah. part of the Naked, Brother, Naked Brothers band. I'd have to check when Spy Kids 3 came out or whatever, but or Spy Kids 3D. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I saw it with family, though, and mm-hmm. they had kids or something. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> you I, just like, okay, okay. I was, I was a kid when, when it, like, I was like probably like a young teenager when because i remember my dad brought us to see spy kids 3d because my dad enjoyed the spy kids movies and yeah, so, so you were like, there yeah because that, i think that was the last 3d movie i saw with uh the red and blue uh type of 3d where it went to the more the you can't see 3d i just went jake's to the jake's fucking mongoloid eyes <laughs> fucking, yeah. fucking eyes. <laughs> couldn't see shit uh you want to know something embarrassing about spy kids though so i fell in love with that movie before i even saw it because of the mcdonald's toys and i went to see my parents took me to see the movie in theaters and i was fully decked out in like all the mcdonald's gadgets (laughs) and anytime they would use one similar to the you know what i had in in the movie i would like get my parents attention and be like i'm doing it too look like one of those Holy this story thing. yeah it was it's one of those it's one of those moments where you think about the things you did when you were a kid like you're like in the shower and all of a sudden you just go like ah! you just like scream because <laughs> like you just hate that, yourself that so much. story should have been your tinder profile you're like when i was a kid <laughs> i went to go see spy kids and all the mcdonald's gadgets Man, i don't know maybe that would have worked better than what i had i think i just had like i like kayaking and hiking i'm an interesting right <laughs> <laughs> Loves dogs. Ryan, Ryan, do you remember that one time that you spent the night at my uncle's house and des- uh, that was okay? So, that one time <laughs> it, it was Desperado, the sex scene was on. Oh, yeah. We turned the TV on to plug in the like the PS4 or whatever. It was and just there was a hits. sex scene and it was it was Desperado for sure. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. Yep. Dude, no way, because I know I was just trying to get the PlayStation 3 hooked up, yeah. and I didn't even realize what was on the TV. I knew yeah. it was on, and I was just, like, fucking around with shit, and I look up, and I just see tits. It, and, like, yeah. you were young at the time. We were we were so young. Yeah, I remember, like, I had asked my mom if I wanted, like, if I could, like, start a Facebook. I was that young. Yeah. Like, like I you was were young. Such... I was a little older than you, but, like, I, like I was, like, freaking just jacking off the porn every fucking day at that point. Yeah. So that didn't, <laughs> but, like, I I felt bad for you. I was like, oh, yeah. my God, his innocence, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then he stopped watching porn from then on. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to watch, watch this. And to fuck forever. <laughs> that was Ian's plan. Traumatic. When he saw Desperado, uh, he's like, I'm like fuck I forever. Never In saw them titties. So. <laughs> but you did, though. I saw them titties. Okay. Yeah. I guess uh, spoof factor. Oh yeah, spook factor. Tell us what's your spook factor. It's scary. Uh, and, I mean, I I will say this. It, towards the end, like when you first saw the vampires, it was not. But like, it they got progressively scarier looking as it went on. Yeah. Uh, so I gave it a four point two 
electric guy tars. <laughs> nice, dude. I think this some of the scariest parts of this movie was like the trigger discipline on some of like I'm like this is a Tarantino movie. Yeah. Anybody's head can get blown off, yep. like or like Tarantino mm-hmm. adjacent. I like I, this is a blood fest where I'm like oh, anybody yeah. can get killed by a stray bullet at any moment. So like the fact that like someone's just sitting with a gun rested on their knee aimed at like three characters faces mm-hmm. with like their finger on the trigger i'm always like oh my god any moment someone yeah just be like an mm. intense scene where it's just like bam and then it's like oh that person's head just got blown off yeah <laughs> yeah the, the first half was by far way better to me like I, I enjoyed that way more than just silly vampire shit which is fine because the first half was like like it was just ten- vibes. yeah exactly like yeah it was just tense and like unhinged and you there yeah. was yeah that's way better to me than yeah. I loved I like, it all. I like both. Yeah, I mean I loved it all. Yeah. I liked it less than all of you, but I liked it. Both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. I guess we'll uh get into spoilers. And I do have new spoiler music. Now. Oh, all right. Um, so we're gonna hear that. I'm hyped. We're gonna hear that right now. It's time for spoilers, so leave unless you want us to be plot point spoilers. Our spicy takes will make you feel like you're in a boiler. Da 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 spoilers. Spoilers. What the fuck? Can you play that again? I can't play that again, yes. It's time for spoilers, so leave unless you want us to be plot point spoilers. Our spicy takes will make you feel like you're in a boiler. Da 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 spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just found that on the internet. I just felt like it would fit in there really good. Jesus. I see. Top the charts. <laughs> okay, uh, so I guess we'll hear about uh, critical reception. Yeah, dude. Um, pretty mid through. <laughs> as as they would say in '96, not yeah. bossy. <laughs> For all of the millennials out there, it, it was mid. Tragic. I love this movie on God. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. <laughs> I feel like we're on the edge of no cap, by the way. Like I feel like no cap is about to fall out the way like like I feel like no cap is gonna be the next fam. You know, people don't really say fam anymore. Yeah, like I feel like mean, we're we're that was short lived. I still say fam. Yeah, it's about time I start saying it. Yes, but you're not cool no for saying that. I know like, the, like oh. the, the cool kids don't say fam. Yeah. And I feel like no cap is about to be that. Are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if you have stocks of no cap, sell now. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I'll sell all my no caps. Yeah, but I feel like in ten years it'll be back anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Come the dip. Dude the has dip. stood the west of the west of time. Dude has stood the west of time. <laughs> the test of time. No, dude is Bruh. timeless. Bruh. 
Um, 63% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb, 4.1 on uh, Google Reviews. I do have a Google review for everybody. Oh, I love it. Um, Hail Ad says, I just watched this movie at the age of 34, and I have today it wasn't the right time. I wonder if any time is the right time to watch it. I can't wrap my head around the thing that I just saw. What the hell happened? Uh, Whoa. Fuck that guy. Not my go-to movie in holidays or ever. So he didn't reach, like reach out to like family or friends or you know what's yeah. it what's that guy's name? Al Ad. Al Ad. A D H. Yeah. So we can follow follow him uh, on social media. No, he's 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 horrophobia band of the week. We don't even yeah. want. Okay. Him. Man, man. Yeah. <laughs> he did write this two years ago, so he's probably still out there writing reviews. Oh my god! Um, we hope your we hope we your holidays to... got better. Yeah. <laughs> Hang in there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, like I, I, uh, I was surprised when I saw the Rotten Tomato score. I thought this would have been higher, but that's probably bias. Yeah. What was the um, tomato score again? It was seven 62%? something. Sixty-two percent. Sixty-two. Yeah, it's. it's I a, would it's say possibly. I would say possibly the sexploitation might have brought it down a little bit if they didn't like. I think it also it. let me. Yeah. Oh, it's not a splat. Sorry. No. Yeah, but um, it. I think they said it was a little long. Let me see. One hour and 48 it, minutes is not long. That's fine. Long. It could have been like an hour. Though. It could have been like an hour and 40. Probably would have moved a little faster. But I think it moves pretty good personally. But I thought it was fine. It was my first time watching it. I had no idea what was going on. And I I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a fucking I'm cynical as fuck. So, yeah, I was doing like laundry, though. And I was like, this scene could be like shorter. <laughs> I was trying to play magic on my phone and it's just come on dude. Uh so how much did this movie cost versus how much it made? The budget was 19 million and oh. the box office was 59.3 million. Nice dude. Okay, nice. This is back when people went to go see movies. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Looney yeah. Prime. Yeah, definitely. Oh ER, yeah, ER well, yeah. And he I mean, just drew people in. Yeah. Well, this was uh, this was the movie that made Joel Schumacher decide to put him in Batman and Robin. So mm. that's one. That's one reason I can't give it a perfect ten out of ten because it led to Batman <laughs> and Robin. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Ooh. And even like you know what? Oh, what what's the machete guy's name? Uh, Danny Trejo. Did do you see how handsome he looked in this movie? Yeah. I mean, dude, he looked so good. Whenever I see him at Regal Theaters, I'm like, you're so handsome, Danny Trejo. <laughs> no, no, that's like, that's not handsome, Danny Trejo. Like, in this movie, he was a killer. I was like, damn, dude, I didn't know he used to be hot. He's always hot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, guess, yeah, I mean, what he, Danny he Trejo. Look like a grandpa now in the Regal Theater advertisement. Even That's yeah, exactly but, how he looked in Spy Kids. Like, in Spy Kids, he didn't like, look like a freaking Yeah, killer. Machete Danny Trejo. I'd fuck Machete Danny Trejo. Alright, dude. Look, everyone's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kink shame you. You, yeah. you do what you want to do. Everybody in this movie looks a little they, they look tight. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yep. We're it's used, to an, we're used to an older version of some of these folks. And everyone's skin is tight. Yep. That's true. Except, yeah. except for the fact it's that up and they're George good. Clooney's t- uh, neck tattoo is in a different place. I feel like every scene. Uh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> By the end, it's a little loose. 
There was a few continuity errors I noticed. Like it's going but, across the neck at one point, up the side at another. It is what it is. He's got that <clears throat> great Caesar haircut, though. Oh my god! Oh, they both. Yeah, Dude, he's a looker. Caesar Milan. No, no like Caesar, like the, Dallas, like Dallas. Julius Caesar. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you the serious? Salad? <laughs> I mean, I get you're so young, you don't remember the Caesar haircut being like. No, 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 no. We're all a little young to remember Caesar. Caesar, Caesar haircuts. You yeah, I think Caesar was before my time. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember yeah. him being around. <laughs> but no, if you did take like, uh, like what, what are the what's the freaking the the, the leaves they put around their their head, the laurels, their ears? Is that what it is? Yeah, they're olive laurels. Yeah, if you put that around George, George Clooney's head in this movie, for sure. Yeah. It's just like yeah, Julius Caesar, apparently. Um, yeah. <laughs> look at um, Juliet Lewis's hairy Bob. fucking toes. <laughs> Stop watching things. Sorry. <laughs> All right, we'll get into the walkthrough here. Uh, this first paragraph is pretty long, so bear with me here. Texas Sheriff Edgar McGraw pulls up to an isolated liquor store in Texas called Benny's World of Liquor. Once inside, he speaks with the shopkeeper. He then goes to use the restroom. And as soon as he is inside the bathroom, the Gecko brothers, Seth, played by George Clooney, and Richie, played by Quentin Tarantino, two Desperado-type criminals appear with two hostages and guns pointed at the shopkeeper. Apparently, they were in the store the whole time. Very long opening scene, uh, which is what you can expect from anything that Tarantino is in. Like there, there's always like a is that what they call a cold open kind of where where there's no credits beforehand. Like it like there's just like yeah. there's no opening credits. It's just like boom movie. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that, I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know. And I don't think they ever did. They ever do an, an opening credits in this movie because I don't think they, they did. did. Yeah, yeah they they pull, the after they pull away from the gas station, it says yeah. from. Dark. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, but uh, yeah, so the uh, the sheriff returns shortly after and goes to pay <laughs> while talking to the shopkeeper. Richie kills the sheriff with a point blank shot to the head. Seth and Richie argue because Richie claims the shopkeeper helped help us. <laughs> <laughs> and as the shopkeeper yells to defend himself, Richie shoots him in the shoulder. Seth and Richie argue, and Seth decides to leave. As they are leaving, the shopkeeper jumps up and shoots Richie in the hand. They all start shooting. The hostages escape, and the fight is ended when Seth throws a lit toilet paper roll doused with lighter fluid at the shopkeeper, who was covered in alcohol, killing him. They leave as the liquor store explodes, with Seth angrily lecturing Richie on turning an already tensed hostage situation into a violent one when they could have made a cleaner getaway. The this whole you know the I was shocked that it wasn't directed by Tarantino mm -hmm. with like you can feel the vibe immediately yeah. Yeah. and but I I get that you know his involvement in it and obviously you know writing it and being in it I'm sure he had some yeah some pointers yeah, for he the was, director yeah like he was the screenplay like, yeah I mean, and so, like, it's, he had a because there there's I think two other uh, Tarantino uh, films that are not directed by Tarantino. That would be uh, True Romance and um, uh, Natural Born Killers. 
And I think both of those movies also have certain scenes in those movies that feel like Tarantino just because it's written by Tarantino. Yeah. It especially felt when it's like very dialogue led. Yeah. Yeah. He's got sticky yeah. DNA. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Get now our, our um his other movies, the the director, what's his name? Give it to me again. Robert Rodriguez. Robert. Are, are, are his other movies like would you compare them to kind of Tarantino style? Like if he, if Tarantino's not involved, does it still kind of have that style to it? Would you say Sin City feels like this? No. Yes. Then no. I mean, I think that Robert Rodriguez definitely uh, does not the 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 dialogue doesn't uh, isn't as intriguing as yeah. Tarantino's, and that's why I think this is my favorite of Robert Rodriguez because it has that Tarantino ness to it. Um, yes, I do love Planet Terror, and I and there are some other Robert. I love Sin City. Um, mm-hmm. there's certain ones we'll I see. Up, but that's what's interesting is that so like the first half feels like a Tarantino film, and then the second half feels like a, more of a Sin City type. Like yeah. it can't be like, like over the top. Yeah, the guy I the guy I worked with uh, told me that direct, uh, Tarantino directed the first half, but I didn't see. I couldn't find anything on the internet backing that up. So I think that was just his assumption. I think my fa- yeah. my favorite part of this scene is when the cop goes to the bathroom, and that's when you first realize that uh, they're they've been in the store the whole time. I love mm-hmm. when the mm-hmm. cashier's like, "I think I should have won like an Academy Award because it it was like <laughs> we didn't catch on." Like, I, I mean, if uh, if it's your first time like watching the movie, it's like, oh, I didn't, I wouldn't have thought twice. I'm just like, oh, this is just a cold open. I didn't really know what was going on. I was trying to like listen to what was happening on the radio and blah blah blah. But it was like all of a sudden, you know, you're siding with the shopkeeper who's just like, that was I was doing like a good job. Yeah. No, he was, yeah. too. That's what I mean. Like, I felt bad for him. I'm like, and then so like uh, Richie, you know, is just unhinged as fuck yeah. or whatever. And like, he just wants to kill people. Like, I think that's the only way maybe Tarantino can act. Yeah. He's like, I yeah. kind of have to, I'm a bad actor. And even doing this, I'm bad at it. But like, I got to do something. I got to be explain. Is this his biggest acting role? Like the long, the probably the longest. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, obviously, he's in Pulp Fiction. He's in like a yeah. few of his other films. <laughs> he's in uh, Django. But like, they're definitely not as long as. I mean, this is, I mean, Pulp Fiction. Which is Django probably... is my favorite of his performances. Django? With the Australian. Yeah. Yeah. It's a ridiculous accent. accent, but I think it's actually, I'm like, oh, I don't mind this as much as like, even say like a dust till dawn. Yeah. That might be mm. my third favorite movie. We were talking about that last Django? week. All, oh, all Django! Movies, Django is probably one of my third. Yeah. Like probably my third. Well, it's first. I love, first I love Tarantino movies so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. Canonically, as far as Tarantino films, this movie takes place before the events of Kill Bill because the sheriff is the same character, and mm-hmm. he's he finds the bride in the beginning of Kill Bill. Oh my God! Wait, 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 wait! Oh, wait. Are you yeah. telling me that the Tarantino films are a multiverse? Yeah, that's or, why. Uh, that's why he has. <laughs> Bakuna burger in this too also <laughs> i did not know that. that you didn't see that oh yeah when when he when he brings burgers back he, they show the bag it says Bakuna burger on it huh. that, that's later on in the movie there's a lot of names too in like between django and inglorious bastards yeah. and even like eight flight i remember there being like naming crossovers and yeah there's a third so. movie where that sheriff shows up i can't remember which one it is but like he Canonically, he he's supposed to be a sheriff in all three of them, and just he's immortal. 
but he dies at the end. So this is supposed <laughs> to be. He keeps getting transferred to new after places. the event. He's the prophet the Elijah. <laughs> uh, so the brothers drive further along the highway. We're given an x-ray shot into the car's trunk where they have another hostage bound and gagged. They check into a motel and discuss their plan to flee to Mexico and meet Seth's contact, Carlos, played by Cheech Marin for Sanctuary. That's the uh, that's that's another guy from Spy Kids. Yeah. He was uh, he was the the fake the fake Uncle Machete. Not the real Uncle Machete. The real Uncle Machete was uh, Danny Trejo. We were trying to recall that because Emily was like, was Cheech in Spy Kids? And I was like, I think he was, but I don't remember. He was. Yeah. He, was. he was the one that was like the, he was pretending to be their uncle. Yeah. He's the, he's like the Eddie Murphy of this movie. You know, like Eddie yeah. Murphy was like, plays like four characters in all the 90s comedies and Cheech yeah. plays what, three characters in this? This keeps coming back. Yeah, I think he plays three. Yeah, nice. <clears throat> Um, so a new story is shown about the Greco brothers and the atrocities they have committed. Uh, Seth returns to the motel to discover that Richie had raped and murdered the hostage. Seth scolds the insane Richie for now. They need new hostages to escape into Mexico. Um, before this had happened, it was it was kind of a funny scene where you know they they had kind of controlled their hostage they had she was like some bank teller or whatever and they had told her like George Clooney had told her like you know if you follow everything we say don't try to run and don't whatever like you're gonna make it out of this alive and she was like yeah like she she seemed like she was gonna do what they wanted but then Seth had left and Richie was like you want to come watch TV with me and like <laughs> let me see your feet yeah. That's another um, big indicator that this is like Tarantino's first film because it is very foot fetishy. Yeah, like, a lot of feet. It is probably the most foot fetishy. Yeah. And he writes himself in as a rapist? That's <laughs> fucking crazy, man. Yeah. I, He's but he hinge. also got to suck on Sal- Salma yeah. Hayek's foot. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. Which. So that's why that they. Oh, that's a good cover. They're like, you just want to suck on her her freaking feet and he's like no because 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 look what i did to myself the rest of the movie so <laughs> it's just part of the character i take that deal damn good deal. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's not as foot fetishy later because that's all he needed you know like once oh, yeah. you once you have that top salma hike foot what else is there? oh and then he killed himself off right after that fucking happened too yeah that's all that's all he wanted. He's like, I got myself in there. Yeah. Oh man. Character, dude's a, this dude's a genius. Oh uh, had, had a better run. <laughs> the uh the brothers then run into Pastor Jake Fuller, uh his two kids, his uh teenage daughter Kate and adopted teenager teenage son Scott. Uh, They kidnap the family and hijack their RV, forcing them to drive to Mexico. The group is stopped at the border, and the RV is searched by a customs agent, which is also played by Cheech. Uh, But the brothers are hiding in the bathroom with Kate. The insane Richie has a small fantasy moment where Kate uh, propositions him for sex. When he starts babbling that they'll be caught, Seth hits him, knocking him out. 
Jake is able to smooth talk to border guards and they're permitted to enter Mexico. Uh, (laughs) There's like, he's also like, so he's like, obviously, you know, he had just raped and murdered that other girl, whatever. And now he's uh, trying to sleep with the teenage daughter Mm. as well. We we hate Tarantino in this film. Yes. He's not a good guy. Yeah. He's creepy. creepy yeah, guy. He's, a, he's a creepy dude. It's you know definitely... who he kind of reminded me of? What? Is uh the the one brother from the Goonies. Um the the one with glasses. Mm. Like the like of the like the criminals or whatever. Oh. I think I know what you're talking about. Uh that's a um fuck. I can't think of his name. Like because he was just kind of like a sadistic fuck. You know what I mean? Like it was like character wise? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like not the way he looked, but just like as far as like like a desperado type like criminal group of people or whatever, yeah. like he was kind of like that character, like the yeah. one that just like the one that doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. I'll kill him. I'll take yeah. him in the woods to kill him. It reminds like everyone me everyone else uh... is like not as morally apprehensible reprehensible. <laughs> yes. It reminds me of the Xbox 360 game, which came after, obviously, but it reminds me of Kane and Lynch because that was like the whole thing is that the one dude was a complete psychopath and the other guy was a little bit more rigid. It feels like mm. they, they kind of modeled the their two characters after them. At least that's how I feel. Huh. If if we were if we were like a gang of kidnappers and bank heisters, who do you think that would be out of us? Uh, uh... Ian's huh. probably the biggest wild card. I feel like Ian would just randomly kill somebody. No, Ian's the van guy. <laughs> the van guy. The, the van like you're guy. the one like in you're in the back of the van with all the tech. And that's why he's like, he's killing people with like drones and shit. We're like yeah, real Ian, old shit. We're just trying I think to get honest, money, I, I'm dope, I'm probably the fucking asshole one. Yeah, you'd probably you get you'd probably get you're gonna go you murder that family in the woods. Uh, yeah, I, I, if I was like a, a ruthless criminal, like I bet I would probably have an itchy trigger trigger finger. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, I mean they're I'm gonna not. go. to go to the cops. I'm honestly so. sur- yeah. surprised you're not a sovereign citizen yet. Like, <laughs> I can't wait for you to start like taping police stations, and they're like, "Fucking stop!" And you're like, "I can do whatever I, I can do whatever I want, officer. I have to tell you my name." Then uh, Jake. Jake would be the one that didn't show up because he was he overslept or something or, or he was disking. He was disking. Post Jake. That was this week. That was this weekend. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, guys. Post Jake would be the one that is like yelling at all of us because we're not doing things according to how exactly he wants it to go. Like your OCD would kick in and you would be like, We're not sticking to the fucking plan. We're gonna stick to the fucking plan. All of a sudden, and all of a sudden, I guess Emily, he's her haircut. <laughs> Emily would be would be the uh, obviously the the who's the who's who's the the chick who does the the laser scene in that one movie. Oh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine, yeah, she'd be the Catherine Zeta Jones. You're just in like a full full leather bodysuit, dodging lasers, just because you're the only woman we have. Okay, perfect. And obviously, this movie we're making is written by a dude. So <laughs> my break. <laughs> Ryan's disgusting brain. Uh yeah. It's pretty disgusting. Movie. <laughs> uh, you got zippers all over. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many fucking zippers. So many access points. But you're also pound <laughs> in leather. If Your I want to unzip is... them titties. <laughs> Buttonless Willie. 
Buttonless <laughs> Willie's got nothing on you. Buttonless Willie makes a podcast <laughs> debut. <laughs> That's the ghost that lives in Ryan's poker case. Yeah. He loves... <laughs> Thought that I thought that was the ghost that lived in that hotel, the haunted hotel you went to. Yeah, no, but we it's in, your, it's in oh, your poker case. He followed put him, us. Put him in your oh poker case. God. Have you opened that poker case since I left? Many times, yes. I'm good. Uh, you find uh, that? Do you find that heroin spoon? Yeah, I I didn't understand why that was in there. <laughs> we found it on the street. It was a heroin spoon. It's, I was like, was... why is there a spoon? And I literally threw it out. Oh my god. Because I, I thought I thought maybe that I that when I bought it from the from that second hand store that someone just put a spoon in there. And I was like, that's <laughs> disgusting. And I threw the spoon out. Oh no, dude. You was, that's, button with Willie. that's from the dirty streets of Buffalo. Yeah. Well, that's yep. probably where fucking Buttonless Willie is, is in that spoon wherever that fucking went. Well, it's in your poker case now. Man, Phil. Yeah. He hopefully he's transfers. Either. Uh, okay, so soon after they enter Mexico, Seth declares that he'll let them all live because of their calmness during the border stop. He tells Jake to keep driving until they reach a side road leading to an eccentric bar called the Titty Twister in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Uh, at the door, Seth gets into a fight with the head bouncer, also played by Cheech, uh, outside the club who refuses to let them in, and they all go inside. Once inside, they have a few drinks and enjoy the girls dancing on the tables. Uh, soon, Santanico Pandemonium, played by Selma Hayek, performs. Towards the end of her act, the bouncer returns and tells the bartender and the others what had happened when they confront the group. The crazy Richie pulls out a gun and one of the bartenders stabs his already shot hand to the table and another gunfight ensues. So, there's a lot to unpack here. Um... The, that was a funny scene when they were to just beat the shit out of Cheech outside the club, and then for no reason, he's just trying to Richie tell like, people how many types of pussy they have. Now. Yeah, there's so yeah. many pussies. There's just so many. Oh, by the way, have we passed the point of the movie that you're like, I don't like that? No, because I feel like I know what it is, and if it's the, if it's what I think it is, it's I love it. Maybe, but. But we'll we'll get there. Uh, so, anyways, uh, there's so many boobs. There's boobs everywhere. Perfect. Just, just a, a, you, a ton I want to say one thing: you can't listen to this podcast unless you're a biker or a truck driver. Yeah, <laughs> you're not show one of those. Your, show us your CDL, bitch. Yeah. Show us your. I became a vampire to suck blood. And to fuck forever. <laughs> That's why I became a trucker. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, they uh they they're they're turned away at first because uh Danny Trejo's like this this club's only for these specific types of people for truck for bikers and, and truckers. I feel like a trucker would be a great job if you were a vampire. Right? No. Well no, the truckers that. aren't the truckers aren't the vampires. The truckers, yeah, they want like, they want to feed on the truckers and bikers because yeah. nobody's going to miss them. But like, it would be a good job for a vampire. Well, write your fan fiction. Damn. All right, fine. I will. Yeah, I don't see why not. Lot lizards. Maybe I don't know enough about uh, trucking. That's it. Yeah. Just called lot lizards. That's it. <laughs> I feel like lot lizards probably end up in that bar a lot, or they just notice. Oh yeah, it I'm sure. Yeah. 
poor, poor lot lizards. Uh, when some a high X character goes up on stage and starts dancing, it like mes- mesmerizes the entire club. Um, that she's dancing with a giant fucking snake. Yeah, and I just don't understand the appeal of that. This isn't the only time I've ever seen that you know concept of just like a woman dancing with a snake, and I just don't understand the appeal. Yeah, Brittany did it later. Danger, yeah. Yeah. It's not even just the danger. It's that I just don't. I'm like, can you just move this the snake? Like the snake is just more clothes. It's she live did, clothes. She looks clothes. Very stiff and terrified. Uh, she probably was. Just in her hair, it's like, oh god, you could like see her eyes like terrified. And when those things shit, they fucking shit like <laughs> know a that. lot. Like they like, diarrhea. Like pellets? Oh no! No, no! It's like it's liquidy. Like they spray shit out of their fucking wherever their butthole is on the. It's you don't even know where the butthole is, so you can't even make sure it's not on you. It's impossible to find. It's not talking about talking about Selma. No. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Selma, never saw them titties. Never saw them titties. Yeah, they're probably her, great. She was yeah. in Desperado, her, though. Her abs are great. Yeah, Got great yeah. abs. She's she's put a lot of work into her physique, and we appreciate that. Yeah, especially from a movie from the late '90s where, like, you like the fashion is to be as skinny as possible. She oh, yeah. was just a a built curvy queen. You oh, know? Yeah. thick, thick yeah. with seven C's. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Salma Hayek did not like snakes. Go that watch, makes go sense. Watch. I don't either. I mean, yeah. Go she, watch Desperado. Yeah. She apparently <laughs> loves Tom Hayek, and you hate snakes. Desperado's for you. They um. Another thing is like it was supposed to be in the script. It was another song, and uh, Tarantino ended up actually using the song that was in the original script in the lap dance scene in Death Proof later mm. on. Um. Nice. So that that was her, that was the song that was supposed to be just hit her song, and she also would not. They wanted her to choreograph it, and she's like, "I'm not going to choreograph it because I'm going to have a fucking snake on me." So I'm just going to move to the music. So fuck you guys. And that's how they did. Um, it. and that she did. Then she became a literal vampire. Yeah. So before this, I'm going to take a crack at what I think you hate. It better not. Is be- it? It's is it? Is it the cock gun scene? No, that's the. Oh, okay. Oh, that was good. Never sex machine. Never sex machine. Okay. I love sex machine was great. So I love this. I love Tom Savini. Yeah. There's this dude. Uh, you know who? First he he's, and this is, this is where I felt the shift, the complete shift, when he does the whip to the dude's beer and pulls it to him Mm -hmm. and starts drinking it. And then when he goes over to him and he has a cock gun like some fucking Wild Wild West shit. Yeah. (laughs) It took this Flintstones ass turn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, whoa. And it was jarring at first, but then they kept piling on top of it. Like it wasn't just like if it was just that one scene that was that vibe, I would be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like that just was so out of place. But the fact that they took a hard turn and they just kept going down the opposite side of the highway, I was like, sick. Like, I loved it. Yeah. 
the uh, the guy that he stole the beer from, that's uh, Greg Nicotero. He's the special effects uh, artist that did this film. And he's also oh. the guy that did it for Walking Dead and a thousand other different things. Yeah, and then, then Tom Savini, he does all the special effects for like the Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. Day of the Dead, Creep Show, stuff yeah. like that. Friday 13th. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, and then yeah, with the with her dance or whatever, that's when she has him like she first she does like a foot luge where she takes their their mm. whiskey and pours it down her leg and drips into his mouth. Um, yes. Now to mention too before this, like so the 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 family that Richie and uh, Seth had kidnapped by this point, like there's kind of like a Stockholm syndrome type of situation going on or not necessarily Stockholm syndrome, but I think they kind of start to care about each other a little bit. Yeah. I mean, like she, I think, yeah, she, she tries to keep Richie from getting bit. Yeah. And Jake, Jake has kind of like, I Jake kind of, I think him and uh, Seth had like a conversation like on the, the RV on the way there or whatever that I think he kind of realized that he's not that, bad of a guy they had that really that really interesting conversation in the bar where you know seth is all pissed because some bouncer put his hands on him and jake is like are you too stupid to realize when you've won like mm-hmm. you know you're, you're such a loser. loser yeah you're that much of a loser to not understand like when you've won or whatever like you you got away from the cops you're here with all the money just fucking enjoy it and i think that's kind of when seth is like oh you're you're a solid dude and you know there's there's this kind of like you they start to have like somewhat of like a, a camaraderie between them right before all this craziness happens um the the brothers come out on top again after the the shooting and the gunfire happens in the bar uh seth goes to look at richie's badly wounded hand but then uh, Santanico sees the puddle of blood on the table, Sama Hayek's character. She then transforms into a hideous beast-like vampire, which looks a little bit more fish, <laughs> and attacks Richie, biting him on the neck. Seth, Seth shoots her off of Richie, but Richie dies soon after. Not long after, the bouncer and the bartenders rise from the dead in the same beast-like vampire state. And then all the dancers who are also vampires lock the door and begin brutally feeding on the bar patrons. Seth, the family, and a couple of bar patrons fight back, managing to kill almost all the vampires. Uh, it gets real, gets gets real leapy with a lot of, but it's it's intentional. Um, they're, you know, they even make a a point to mention it later about like they're like, damn, these are some squishy vampires. <laughs> like, cause like of how easy it is to shove a stake through their hearts and shit. Like mm-hmm. yeah. for some reason they just get softer. So yeah. they're just covering their tracks. So like, if it was like, you couldn't fucking do that. They're like, we're going to put something in there that sounds stupid, but guess what? It's an answer for your stupid question. Didn't they say uh, it was easier to pop off their heads too? Like, yeah. Could yeah. They could just knock head. off their head with, with like a, a light swing of like a table <laughs> or a chair or something. Um, but yeah, just lots of the the practical effects at this point. I th- 
those didn't work as well as the later ones yeah when they were kind of fully just like creature looking yeah they were a little more creepy then the the when they were kind of like still like half human or whatever they the it wasn't didn't quite have the realist not realistic but convincing vibe you know like it was just very obviously prosthetics yeah which is fine again with this movie there's there's a lane they're going for and i don't think horror was actually truly one of them no just like i think it was coincidental i think it was coincidental horror yeah to Jason, yeah. but I don't think they were going to like scare people. I think no, I yeah. mean uh, they're crazy and over the top. They wanted like a like a seventies exploitation grindhouse film, and they pretty much got it. Yeah, with like green venomous puke and yeah, yeah. yeah they explodey eyes that puke come. They had to make <laughs> they made the vampire blood green because they were worried about it being NC seventeen. Otherwise, oh. So okay. That's why the good. vampires have green blood. Good workaround. Yeah. yeah. Um they did that so they they put the Patriot on TV by turning all the blood into mud. Oh really? Yep. <laughs> they just made it brown. <laughs> <laughs> it looked uh, like it looked like what? I said it looked like shit, but it didn't. Oh. It looked like mud. They did a good job. Uh, the um the sex machine was like a total badass like like just like doing flips and shit and like just (laughs) killing all the zombies like you know it just kind of came out of nowhere and then the other the other patron that survived was the one dude who kept trying to play dominoes on the table (laughs) when everybody (laughs) when everybody kept knocking him over (laughs) uh he was he was funny uh, did anybody with this with this scene of of all the the craziness? Did anybody have anything that they want to talk about? Oh, the thing I can't get past, or the the it's in it's in the scene. Oh yeah, let's let's go. What is it? Do you have a guess? Or it's in it, like the the initial vampire murder scenes. It's in the 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 very, it's, yeah, it's in the big, uh, fight scene. Does it have something to do with the, the with the daughter? No. Is it the Vietnam scene? No. Okay. <laughs> I, the Vietnam, no, then I don't know. It's the Vietnam scene was great. Uh, it's the it's. The, I, I think so. I agree with. It's the band with the guitar body. Uh, the I thought that was hilarious. Fuck you guys, good night. I don't know. There's something like every time I'm watching, I'm like. That's why I said the it fits it fits well it fits so well with with the whole vibe now of the whole we, thing. Now we gotta fuck up the band. No, it's it, like it's fine. I love this movie, but it's just, it's the one thing that I'm just like when I think about yeah. cringing, I think about cringing during that part. I'm just like. Ah. That's why I said the electric guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, hey man. I no, no. I I, I mean, I get it. I said something to a, a guy at work about it, and he's like, "Dude, I love that," and I was like, "I don't know what to tell you." It just it was stupid. I it, it was like, uh, yeah, I chuckled. I thought it was funny when you see the head flopping around as he's playing it like the head's just bobbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought it was funny, but I, I mean, think I get like I think me having like I think I've watched this movie a total of one and a half times, maybe two times because like of the I've watched it various segments. 
but uh i'm like little stuff like that i think i get charmed by as a as a movie goes so like that being at the end when you're fully bought in like little stuff like that i like mm. yeah so. but right. i get why you don't it's the or you, you're i think you get charmed earlier anyway probably I mean, because at this point you've seen it so many times too, yeah but. i mean a lot of the cheesy cheesy stuff works for me um yeah i would say the vietnam uh monologue almost doesn't work for me it's close it's teetering but it works yeah like he cuts the tension pretty quick and then it works yeah um, well the because the vietnam monologue was obviously a joke yeah yeah like you know um, what i mean like that's why yeah. I, I was laughing because because of like it was like and the cock gun is awesome. I love the cock gun. The cock, cock gun, gun was great. Yeah. Sex machine is uh, part of this film. Yeah, he is. I think like, it's uh, where all them on the internet. <laughs> Edge Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what were you gonna say, Jake? That's not the recording of the Jake that I just played. <laughs> Jake's not here, it's all recordings. <laughs> uh I was gonna say that I think there was enough of those, like, it almost felt like some of those, like the Vietnam one came um, too close to another monologue to where it was kind of like, oh, I could kind of see that coming. Um, I think I'd have to watch it again to see where that was. But that's why I thought initially, I'm like, well, maybe someone by then, especially if you've seen the movie a bunch of times, might have been, uh, you know, it might have not appreciated that as much because it came too close to a similar scene. And they're all, it was almost like that earlier scene spoiled that joke. Essentially. Mm, gotcha. But I think that's just how that character works anyway. It's like his character was a lot of those like monologues, mm. J- jivey monologues. <laughs> he just wants to play dice. He should, yeah. yeah. He should have done what George Clooney did and pull the, the dancer off the table. Which yeah. the dancer he pulled off the table was the fucking baddest bitch. She was so hot. Uh, but anyways, uh, <laughs> I just had to, to sneak that in there. Seth goes to find his brother. Uh, yeah. Why'd you make uh, her move? <laughs> <laughs> you and your weird brother. <laughs> Seth goes to find his brother's body. As the remaining bar patrons realize the vampire band, the band is still there. Uh, as the group goes to attack, they disappear. Uh, Seth says his final farewells to Richie, but before he can finish, Richie turns into a vampire as well and attacks Seth, who manages to get away. They share a moment looking at each other, and Seth then decides he must kill Richie uh, with a stake. Seth begins to drink heavily as the remaining group starts to hear a swarm of bats surrounding the bar. The group then realizes that the killed bar patrons are turning into vampires as well and must fight them off. While staking the remaining vampires, one of the surviving bar patrons named Sex Machine, Tom Savini, uh, gets bit in the arm, but he hides it from the others, which is a dick move. I hate that. When you get bit, you don't tell people. Fuck you. Give me, let me get my leather jacket. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because you <laughs> you take it off for a second and he puts it back on after he gets bit. Uh, the 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 scene where they're just kind of all just stabbing all the dead people just to make sure they're just uh and the the, the daughter 
uh, Kate, I think it is. Uh, she can't she can't do it. <laughs> like she's like about to do it. And then when the guy eventually wakes up, she just stabs him in the slowest way, like just <laughs> making him suffer instead of like actually just driving it through. <laughs> Earlier, she had, had that scene where she had the cross necklace and shoved it down the guy's throat. Yeah. And he just burst into flames. <laughs> they didn't. Did she uh, shove it down his throat or did he? she just like touch him with it? I think she put it in his mouth and he like swallowed oh. it. That makes sense why it had more of an effect because I was like, why didn't she use that again later? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She like she like put it on his tongue and then like made like the chewing motion with his with his lower mouth. <laughs> she goes, here comes the airplane. Nom, 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 nom. Big bite. <laughs> uh, the um, all the those classic ways to kill vampires are still here you know what i mean yeah. like that I, that was funny when they kind of did their inventory they're like okay like we're obviously dealing with fucking vampires here i don't believe in them but they're fucking here so what do we know about vampires like and they start like they're like well they hate crosses and they hate garlic they and sparkle light. <laughs> <laughs> no not yet. not yet they haven't sparkled yet mm. uh so the survivors regroup and plan on what to do next. It is not long before Sex Machine begins to transform. He then sneaks up and attacks the other surviving bar patron, Frost, which is the the uh, the Vietnam guy. When he attacks him, he does the the finger the finger walk on his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Bites him in the neck. Uh, Sex Machine then moves on to Jake, biting him in the arm. Uh, Frost, still in human form, confronts Sex Machine and they begin to fight, uh, ending when Frost throws Sex Machine through a window, opening the way for the swarm of vampire bats to come in. And then Frost also transforms. Does that like anime scene where Frost turns around and all the bats like fly past him and he kind of just points at the group of people. Uh, Seth and the kids then run and hide in the back room of the bar. Uh... There's a, there's a little bit of a uh, inconsistency with how long it takes people to turn. Yeah. Sometimes, the... sometimes it's immediate. Sometimes it's not. But again, doesn't matter. When when you're doing a movie like this, or at least this the second half of the movie like this, there's no rules. We're in. There's absolutely no rules. You're you're just watching. For honestly, at this point, the like comical side and also like badass parts like there's some badass shit that happens oh yeah the uh the shotgun with the baseball bat to make a cross mm-hmm. was i'm like i never would have thought of that but holy shit that was cool yeah uh that's so that's what jake does um to fend off the vampires making his way back to the the back room where the rest of them had kind of hold up uh, they prepare to make a last stand against the remaining vampires before they go into battle. Jacob forces the children to swear they will kill him when he turns into a vampire, and they re- reluctantly do. I chuckled at this scene when he's like trying to make them swear. He's like, I'm gonna kill myself if you don't swear to kill me. He's got the gun to his head and he starts to count the five to his daughter, and then she's like, Fine, I will. And he's like, All right. And then he just turns to his son. He's like, okay, we have even less time now. So I'm going to count to three now for you. <laughs> it's just like over explaining it. Guarantee like, okay. man. 
I swear to God. <laughs> I swear on the ball, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, the the definitely Tarantino. Uh the just dialogue you like would never have thought of and would never have thought of work would work in a movie, but it does. Yeah. You just don't question it. Yeah. Uh, so Jake bandages his arm and makes a cross out of a bat. Wait, oop, bleh. I am need to skip that part. I've already read that paragraph. So they go into battle. During the battle, Seth confronts Sex Machine for the final time and is almost killed, but he's saved at the last minute by Kate. Uh, the vampire Frost, the Vietnam guy, then confronts Jake. Jake kills him with his cross shotgun. He pushes it through his stomach <laughs> and starts shooting vampires behind him while it's through his stomach. That was cool as hell. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I keep losing my place on this. There it is. Right after he kills Frost, he then too turns into a vampire and attacks his son, Scott, biting him in the neck. Scott then kills his father with holy water, which was like in like balloons like water balloons that they had blessed. <laughs> so I'm a good fucking idea, actually, to yeah. fight vampires. Uh, swarmed by vampires who tear him apart. He then begs his sister Kate to kill him. Eventually she shoots him, which results in a small blast killing the vampires all around him. Makes no sense, but we just love the, the blood it and works. the gore. Mm. It worked. Exploding bodies. Exploding bodies. Now only Seth and Kate remain to fight off the vampires. They are completely outnumbered, and it seems all is lost when rays of sunlight start coming through cracks, hurting the vampires. Uh, they then hear Carlos banging on the door, and eventually he breaks through as Seth and Kate run out. The sunlight hits the mirrored disco ball hanging from the ceilings, uh, sending out dozens of beams. The vampires begin exploding, and the bar itself explodes as they run away. Uh, Do you think that happens every night? Yeah, yep. yeah, and then it just reset. Yeah, yeah, they just reset for the next day. Yeah, and everything's everything's fine, and it just happens again. That's what the that's what the sequels are about, right? Yep. I don't know. Have you seen I, any? Yeah. Have you guys seen? No, you haven't seen. I I'm a, I'm terrified to watch them now. Yeah, because I don't want them to like soil like what was a really fun movie. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll pass for the most part. Hmm. Um, because it's like if it, if. I mean, I feel like this only works because it's written by Tarantino, directed by Rodriguez. Like, I feel like if it's in the someone else's hands, especially with uh, producers get their say so, because you don't really get your say so when it's a Tarantino film. Um, mm -hmm. Like, there would be too many. I don't know. I haven't heard anything positive about them, and like, I'll pass. I mean, if you if you want to elect one for the wheel. No, oh, go for it and I'll watch it, but I will not no. be watching it in my uh, personal time. Okay, fair enough. I'm kind of plowing through this walkthrough here. So is there any is anything I'm missing? Anybody want to talk about? I just love the trope of uh, the that they get to go through all the uh, crates of the truckers and they get to make weapons out of. Chip. Ah, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, super soakers. The it was Skyfall. Yeah, yeah, was, I, I love that. It trip. was like the get it's, prepared. It's Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Just with very convenient tools that were taken from yeah. the trucks. Were those millennials? 
The yeah. girl using the crossbow that just reloads super easily. Like, Beautiful. don't even need to put it on the ground and, and pull the string. Just she was like, oop. Baby's first oop. crossbow. Basically, it's basically like a video game crossbow. Oh, yeah. If this was real, it'd be dangerous. Oh, and I can't <laughs> believe I forgot to mention this fucking Clooney's badass vampire killing weapon. Oh, the... That, I don't even that know. thing was... The, the freaking... The Sibian steak. Oh. <laughs> the, yeah, really. I mean the sex machine steak, basically. Like yeah. I mean, it was it was like a machine too. It was like a jackhammer, basically, type of thing that he was holding. But like he put a stake in the front of it, and yeah. it was gas powered. So cool! Like that was such a badass fucking vampire killing weapon. Yeah, it's moving a sum total of three inches up and down. Oh yeah, so so inefficient. <laughs> like inefficient. Oh my God! I'll just use the steak, but but for for cinema, yeah, oh, yeah. beautiful. If it was like Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, vampires, it would be super efficient because they like they explode into like uh like a big thing of dust. So you like could just vampire take them dust. All so you just yeah. vampire, like there's nothing to pull out of because you immediately yeah. kill them. Oh, it, like if it, there if, you go. If these were Buffy the Vampire vampires, yeah, she should invest cool. in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, yeah, they shouldn't be gooey. They should be. They shouldn't be soft. They should be dry and dusty. <laughs> there like was Satan's foreskin. <laughs> the one scene I wanted to talk about was the uh, when Frost pulls the heart out of the one vampire. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> and, and it's still alive. And then they just stab a pencil into it, and then it dies <laughs> into the heart. With a fucking a, a little pencil. tiny stake. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny, but. So the ending of the movie is outside. Seth finds Carlos and immediately punches him, yelling that the place was full of deadly vampires and that Kate's family was wiped out along with his brother. Also, Carlos, Cheech Marin. Yeah, <laughs> Carlos is mostly unfazed, but admits he'd never been to the bar and just thought it looked like a good place to meet. Seth and Carlos negotiate a deal for the money and Carlos gives Seth a sports car. Seth gives Kate several wads of cash. And then Kate asks if he wants some company in El Rey. Seth tells Kate to go home and he drives off. Then the camera shot zooms out to reveal that the bar is actually the top portion of a very large ancient Aztec ziggurat. Ziggurat. Oh. It's a style <laughs> of pyramid. Okay. I guess I should have just because the pyramid. But I, yeah. That's what it says well, here. Well, yeah. it, it is specifically a ziggurat. Interesting. A yeah. Mayan like a, cigarette. Oh, is that the shape, or is that because it's like descending into the earth? Uh it's, it has the steps? Sh- it's the shape. It's a step pyramid. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, okay. Is it because it's zigzag? It? <laughs> well, is it, as, <laughs> it, as opposed to a pyramid, From like a like a zigzag. <laughs> a ziggurat will have uh, like usually. Uh, a staircase or a like ramp oh. leading up to like a like a usable pedestal as to where like a pyramid sometimes just gotcha. goes to a point. Yeah. And just as a capstone. Mm. So that makes sense. It's different. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh yeah, so that is the movie. Mm. Uh that is from Dust Till Dawn. Sounds like a you know. It, it, to me, that the the titles it sounds like a uh, like a drama, like from like Gone with the Wind or something. Yeah. Like, like if I if I wouldn't have known what it was going into it, I would have thought that Tom Cruise was in this movie. 
Yeah. Uh, Which is but, good. It like makes for a misleading movie, but yeah. at the end it makes sense because yeah. it's a vampire movie. Yeah, yeah. I wish the streaming uh description didn't doesn't tell you wouldn't tell you that uh it's a vampire movie, but Oh yeah, because that's the only reason I I kept watching it. Like when, where are the, how are they going to get to the vampires? Like where is this going to happen? Like it just yeah, you have no clue going in. So it would be super cool to show this to somebody knowing absolutely nothing about it, and then see the reaction when it does take that turn. Yeah, we got to watch it with our friends Brian and Emily, and they didn't know anything about it. Yeah, and we didn't tell them. Yeah. They how they how they react they 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 both seem to really enjoy it and they seem to roll with the punches when it got cheesy just like everyone else did so they're fun to watch movies with because they're very expressive they like scream when things happen <laughs> yeah nice. especially brian when when brian saw that it was tarantino he got excited and but like he didn't understand where it was going when it was going mm-hmm. uh so roses uh i am going to give a rose to you know, I'm gonna give it some love because it was it got some shade today. I'm gonna the 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 guy tar. <laughs> giving the guy tar some love. That that takes that gets a rose for me. All right. Well, I'm gonna give a rose to Sex Machine. Oh. Just, hey. And just Good call him as the character. The him as the crotch gun. Yeah. The traitor. Yeah. I mean, the traitor yeah. scene is even funny because he keeps on transforming. He tries to hide it. He like he likes uh, puts his like creature hand or the vampire hands like behind his back. Because he doesn't mm-hmm. want everybody to see his like long fingernails. <laughs> Great scene. He just smiles at the sun. He's like, <laughs> everything's fine. Uh, I'll give yeah. mine to the steak Sibian. <laughs> <laughs> is that even a? Si- I don't think you're using Sibian right. I'm pretty well, sure Sibian I mean, is like. If you like put it down, Sibian's the saddle with the, it that way. Yeah, the dildo coming out. I mean, it's. It, I'm pretty sure it just doesn't the Sibian just vibrate? No, it, it, it goes in it, up and down. Up, up and down, yeah. I don't know, man. Howard Stern, they just vibrate. It's like a Howard giant, Stern. or a, I was thinking of like one of those massage guns. Yeah. yeah. But like an industrial one. You'll see, you'll see cats playing with them. I'm pretty sure it's just like a little like freaking it looks like a finger and it just vibrates. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I thought it, I I'm I guess I don't watch it's, enough porn. It's on like a saddle though. Yeah. So yeah. the girl just, just sits on it and it just vibrates. Oh, maybe it's, sure. a, maybe it's a larger company and they sell all sorts of sex products. Yeah, they have a different attachments probably. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you have a steak driving? Attachment, I could <laughs> plan on racking my pussy. <laughs> That's a drop. Yep. <laughs> I plan on wrecking my pussy. You sound so bored when you ask for that. What's that from? My brain. <laughs> like, uh, what do they call them on the internet? Edge lord. <laughs> <laughs> all right we need two more roses oh mine was gonna go to the cock pistol but or whatever mm. but I'll, I'll just give it to selma hayek there you go she in general mm. what, what a queen queen what a queen queen selma i'm gonna give mine to mexicans nice yeah. <laughs> Well, I want to save. He's trying. He's trying to to atone for sins. <laughs> Am I? It seems. I don't know what you're talking about. 
whatever sins he's committed are cut from the podcast. So oh, no. oh, I did my time. Yeah, <laughs> Thelma is Mexican. Uh, podcast jail. Is she? Yeah, Mexican. Why yeah. did I think she was more like uh like Indian? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Well, okay. Born in Mexico, I'm not gonna say <laughs> what I was gonna say. Oh, say it, dude. <laughs> well, it's like I feel like that's like the name. Doesn't that kind yeah, of sound I think Selma, like Selma sounds more like well the whole name, yeah, does sound kind of Middle Eastern type. Yeah. Good yeah. point. Ayuk. Yeah. Good point. I like those points. I guess they're yeah, yeah. Too. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Beautiful woman. Yep. We love Salma. Uh, we do. Her, her father's Lebanese. Oh, okay. Ah, hmm. So they are. Mediterranean. That's a Semi- they're Semitic people. I don't know enough about this shit to say anything. So <laughs> um, we're going to play a game now. <clears throat> we're going to play The Vampire Hunter, yes. a fantasy story game by Wonko the Sane. Ooh, uh, thank you, Wonko. Cool guy. <laughs> so you guys in this story, you're the hunter. You are you're you are collectively the vampire hunter. We're Cle- okay. we're Mr. We're Master Clemens. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Is that his name? You're, you're, Clemens, yeah. <laughs> or wait, uh yeah. Yeah, I think it was Clemens, right? Yeah. Clemens. Oh, dude, this is the sequel to Demeter. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. <laughs> we're about to play through the sequel to the mirror. Okay, so you're Clemens. Is this British? Uh, a British vampire yeah. hunter? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So something when nudges you awake. Bloody old England, eh? <laughs> you rub your eyes and lazily peer. You shouldn't be lazy, but you lazily peer through the gloom of your bedroom. Why there's should you be lazy? Well, because there's vampires okay. afoot. We don't know that there's yet. Vampires. You're a hunter. You should know that they're everywhere. Well, I just started becoming a hunter. I just got off a ship. Oh, that's true. I don't know. Go on. I'm going to stop. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. There's a man standing over your bed staring at you, unblinking. A few moments pass, and he still hasn't said anything. Do you say, um, hello, or do you pretend to be asleep? <laughs> uh, I pretend to be asleep. He probably, I know you would. You want something from me? Because that's like, I'm pretty sure I we've talked about this. All four of us in the bed, like all in like our sleeping caps, like head to foot. <laughs> Or like yeah. Willy Wonka style. It's so cute. <laughs> it's not just one of us. We're just all four of it's us. It's actually so. all four. Yeah, we just live in bed. I'm just like Feet sleeping touching. slash eating burritos as as I'm in bed. And in, in when there's quotations, I will also let you alter the quote. So the quote here they say is to say um hello. But if you want to say something else, that's fine. I'm already pretending to sleep because Jake is keeping me up with his chewing. <laughs> okay. Wasn't sleeping right. to begin with. So we're gonna we're gonna pretend to be asleep then. Wait, why did you say that you already knew I was pretending to be asleep? Because you you said that in another episode where you said like when scary things are in your room, you just try to go to sleep because you just want to die in your sleep. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. true. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I welcome it. Totally agree with that. I'm like finally. Uh <laughs> you shut your you shut your eyes tight, pretend to be asleep. He appears to fall for it. <laughs> Dumbass. Uh, a few more silent moments pass, and then the man begins to speak in a low, gravelly voice. This night is your final night. Fiend of Satan, spawn of the... Wait. Oh, wait. Are you the... Hold on a second. 
He shuts the fuck up and trying to sleep. <laughs> you might be the vampire here. I thought you um, were the. I thought you yes. were the vampire hunter. Hold on, we got a we got a, a twist. What a twist! Twist. So you continue pretending to be asleep, and the man continues. You shall be put in your place finally, and at long last, you'll go into an endless slumber. Your soulless body burned, and the world will be safe once again. Oh. Uh, okay. Is that yeah, it? So, Did we choose the wrong option? We're dead. Well, no, there's still more. Oh. Uh, so uh, you feel a wave of air as he quick, quickly raises something in his hand above his head. And it shall be I who put you down for good, like the vile rank animal you are. He called you rank. Damn, I'm just in fucking bed. brutal, dude. Call me stinky. So this is this is where it gets. So, oh yeah, you're a vampire here. Okay. Because your options are continue pretending to be asleep or leap up and bite him in the neck. What should we do? I think we should bite. I think I if you're gonna die if you. If it was to be me. Asleep. I continued. Again, I'm bought in. I'm like, you know what? I've done this eternal life thing. Yeah. It's lame as fuck. This is the laziest choose your own adventure. You're just sleeping the whole are you, it's a, Are you a vampire who has a kink for getting stabbed in the chest? Cozy. Like mm-hmm. you, That's cozy. Like you've always wanted it. Like you're just I'm in, like you're. I'm in bed you're, with all my friends. You're, this is where I want to die anyway. You're a vampire that just lo- loves edging himself. Yeah, just as close to death as possible. Uh-uh. <laughs> so one of you. One I, of you can pretend to be asleep, and the other one can leap up and bite him in the neck. We can say that. I mean, no way. You can't do that and choose your own adventure. We yeah. have to choose together. <laughs> what, do we, what do we want to do? Do we want to keep sleeping? Bite his ass. Okay, let's bite him. All right, leap up and bite him in the neck. Bite his you ass. leap up out of bed with superhuman strength, mm. taking the man by surprise. Mm. He Good drops day. the wooden Bend stake he was holding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a okay, Tarantino? an adventure? <laughs> Let's see his feet. <laughs> right his feet. He screams. He screams as you sink your teeth into the side of his neck, ripping a deep wound there. You suck blood away with all your might, draining him. Mm. He clutches at his neck and flails mm-hmm. his arms at you, but it's no use. You no drop way. his body to the floor, drained of energy and blood, a husk of its former self. It was merely a snack before the main course. There is more to come tonight. Next, next time, I drain your balls. End game and leave. Co- that was Get it. That was literally it. What? <laughs> what the fuck Wait. kind of bullshit? This You're guy did nothing. It. Hold on, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna <laughs> Just keep sleeping. We're gonna say go pretend to, to be asleep. Continue. We're gonna say we're just gonna. And now it's time for the end. The man slams something sharp deep in your chest with a great force. Your eyes shoot open. You squirm around a little in your bed, choking on blood before expiring pitifully. Yeah, you die if you choose that Crazy. one. Let's go to, instead of pretend to be asleep, we're going to say, um, hello. Okay. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> hello, the man says in a gravelly voice. He continues to stare. As your eyes adjust in the darkness, you notice he appears to be wearing a ridiculous amount of weapons and equipment on his person. This dude is a uh, like uh, what do they call them on the internet? <laughs> Edge lord. <laughs> My favorite. Uh, he has a revolver holstered holstered at his waist, a crossbow on his back, and a vest full of ammunition and a wooden stake in his hand. Fucking loser! You ready for school, Timmy? <laughs> so you can you can say, "Uh, what's with all the weapons?" Or you can say, "Going hunting," or you can say, "What the hell, man?" 
Uh, I like the hunt. What like the hell, going. Man. Oh, okay. You like the what the hell, man? Yeah. No, no, no. I I like some of the other ones too. Going hunting or uh, what's with all the weapons? Let's ask him if he's. Going it's to... oh. it's more like. <clears throat> Uh, what's with all the weapons? Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, I'll try again. uh, what's with all the weapons? That's better. Uh, going hunting? <laughs> uh, what the hell, man? <laughs> what the hell, man? Good evening. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, yeah, you gotta talk like a vampire. Why are we a vampire with like nasal congestion? What the hell, man? <laughs> uh, going hunting. You guys want to go? With, you want to go with going hunting? Emily mentioned that one. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Going hunting. He nods his head and says, "Yes, I've been hunting a vampire for a long time now." He's got the biggest you say, cock I've ever seen. And uh, where would that vampire be now? <laughs> or you say, I don't see that. "Are you crazy?" Get out of here before I call the cops. There's cops, apparently. Mm. Okay. Uh, and you say, or can't you go hunt somewhere else? I'm not going to. I'm, I'm, I'm done with the voice. Let's call the police. Oh, get out of here before I call the cops. I'm calling the cops. I'm calling the police. You make a move for your phone, but a, clicking, but a clicking sound stops you. You turn around and see the man holding up a revive, revolver. I keep saying reviver. Training it on your heart. I wouldn't do that if I were you, he says. These are silver bullets, which is for fucking... It's for werewolves. Werewolves, bitch. <laughs> Your one true weakness. So, you say, my one true weakness? My one true weakness is any kind of bullet. Which is, that's a good, that's a good one. Wow, this guy, we're smart. Or, or you say, my only weakness is fire. I think I'm allergic. <laughs> or you think... You say you really think I'm a vampire? You must be crazy. That's a, that's a crazy. Yeah, they're see. saying it, not us. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, You're you think crazy. I'm a vampire? Wow. Damn. You think I'm that pale? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> it's it's the middle of winter. I haven't got any sun yet. Just gaslight like that asshole. Sable. This guy seems like an asshole. He does yeah, let's good. try to convince him that he's the vampire. You got <laughs> so some sharp-ass fucking canines, dude. How about you? I think I'm paler than you. Train that steak on yourself, bro. Before yeah. you point your steak at me, look at the four steaks that are pointing back at you. Yeah, yeah. Get that steak out That's of what... your eye. when. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out, of your, out of your own eye. <laughs> Bible shit. Yeah. So, what do you guys want to say? You you want to try convert to convince him. him you're not a vampire, right? We'll convert him. Can we read him? I don't think we can hold a Bible, but uh, we can. The the fourth one yeah. is: Have you heard the good word? So yeah, yeah. we can do that one Let's if you want. Let's do that. Uh, I would say probably don't do my only weakness is fire, because like that would probably give it away. Like, hey, I'm a vampire guy. Yeah, but it sounds pretty like the opening to like a sexy book, you know. Oh, my only it. weakness is tall brunettes. <laughs> I think lean, I'm a yeah, what if we try to seduce lean in him? for a kiss? Uh, Mine is uh, my only weakness is tall brunette vampire hunters. <laughs> I'm going to make an executive decision seeing as how Jake and Ian are both on their phones. So <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> I'm still sleeping. I'm my phone in my heart. You really think I'm a vampire? You must be crazy is what you say. Okay. And he says, you're not? Then what are you? 
Just a guy. You could say a vampire hunter hunter. Oh, you're or in you bed. Say, you're not doing anything. Or you can say Art Lebanese. <laughs> I'm just a normal human, you madman. Or you can say I'm Selma Hayek, bitch. Yes. <laughs> Look at my fucking abs. <laughs> or you can say I lied. Oh. Are we oh still God. laying down in bed and the guy is standing? Oh yeah, there? you're still laying. You're saying I think he I think he he put the stake down at this point. Like I think he's like because he's got the gun in his hand now. He's pointing a gun at you. Oh, okay. With silver bullets. And With silver bullets. It's still just the four of us in bed, like two heads on each side. Yeah, you guys are like the uh, the delightful children from down the lane from Kids Next Door, where you're like a bunch of heads, but you're collectively one body. Nice. That's fun. Awesome. That's good. If anybody's, no one's seen that? Okay, that's just <laughs> me. If, if there's any if any codename Kids Next Door fans out there, give me a, give me a holler. I'll, we can talk about it. Or the but, Marauder uh, from Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. That's true. Two, true, that true. Topical. Topical. I couldn't find that one. I have to. I have to look for that one again. It exists. I don't remember doing. Uh, that. Oh, it's in there. That's uh, in the talk to me episode. Yeah, no, I know it is, but I I just couldn't find it because I was looking. I was looking through the uh, transcript to try to find like what time point it was. It's at so the end. It's because it. we t- we talk about how what it, what would happen if you grab the hand and you see uh, the ghost of Pee Wee Herman. Oh, <laughs> true. So, are you going to say a vampire hunter, hunter? I'm just a normal human, you madman, or I lied? Oh, let's say that we're a human. Oh, okay. Right? I'm just a normal human, you madman. I'm human. I should. I sh- he says I should drive this stake into your heart right now. You're trying to deceive me with trickery, vampire. <laughs> that wouldn't prove that I'm not human. I yeah, that would hurt if I was way. human. Are you trying to prove that I'm human? Because that steak would kill me either way. Yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> so you can leap up and attack him. You can say, you caught me, I'm a vampire. You can say, but I'm not a vampire. Stick with the lie, right? Yeah, yeah. Just keep up. Double down. The, keep lying. Double, double down on that lie. Like, I just be, like, you're already a vampire. Just lie. I can't like, believe our first two options ended the story so fast when there's. So I know, there. right? But we're those are like we're still done. Okay. Oh, so this is where it gets juicy. Tell me why I should believe you, the man says. What proof do you have? Show him. Okay, so here's some good options. Show him. Take, why would a, take your pants off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why Definitely. would a vampire be sleeping at night? <gasps> Those are, that's, a, that's, that's a good one. Okay. Or you can turn it around on him, gaslight him. What proof do you have that I am a vampire? Oh, I like that. I think hmm. you're a vampire. Yeah. Or I got nothing. Sorry. Ooh, let's let's blame I him. I got nothing. Sorry, is always yeah. Blame funny. it. Turn it around on him. I like that one. You say, "Bitch, you call me a vampire." How do I know you're not a vampire? Yeah, yeah. I'm sleeping. Then you start unbuttoning his jeans. <laughs> I keep on wanting to so, turn this erotic. It's it's pretty. I mean, he's standing over okay. us in bed. You know. I'm Jesus Christ. Enough, he says. I tracked the vampire to this exact spot, and you're the only thing that's here. So now you must die. He fires several rounds into your chest, then jams a wooden stake <laughs> down your heart. Oh, my God. Curiously enough, you do not turn to dust. So he pulls apart your body just to make sure that you're dead. This takes long enough for the cops to arrive and catch the vampire hunter hacking you up into little pieces. They arrest him, but all the while he's screaming, no, it's a vampire. Let go of me. You have no idea what's going on. 
Down at the station, Shacklin and Cuffed, they do a background check and identify him as an escape patient from a mental asylum on the other side of the country. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I who went, called the cops? I guess we did. <laughs> Read into that however you wish we're, is literally the last line. Were we never a vampire? We were just a person. I can't tell at this point. That's wild. I think Jake is dead. Someone called the cops and two and then just the three of us. He only killed one of us. I think at this point, I don't know if me, myself, I don't know if I'm not a vampire or not. Yeah. This is having me question my own identity. Or, and it's a patient at an insane asylum. That's crazy. We're all vampires, you know. At an insane asylum. Are we at the insane asylum? And we're vampires. Nice. I want to make some vampire lore. Like some like a specific vampire that when he looks in the mirror, instead of not seeing a reflection, he sees his true reflection, which is like how other people see you. So like if you raised your right arm, you would see like what would look like someone else raising their right arm. You know what I mean? Oh. Like it's not like a reflection of you. I thought you meant like shallow reflection. shallow hell rules where like no like no I mean like because every time you see yourself in a mirror, you're not truly seeing what other people see. You're seeing a reflection of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like. And if if drawing faces has told you anything, if you've ever drawn a face and then looked at like the reflection or like the the backside of it and like hold up the light and see how fucked up it looks. Oh, no, no, I haven't done that. really. No, no, like tr- do that. Like, my- like try to draw a face, like a good one, like not like a smiley face. Like, like I usually do mine upside down, so I don't my- focus on that. I focus on like spacing and size and. Well, it's like it's like a thing with artists. Like if if you if they draw something and you reverse the image, they hate it. They hate the way it looks because like you're only seeing one aspect of it. So like if you're when you're looking in the mirror and you look at yourself, if you hate what you're seeing, chances are so does God. You don't look you don't look that bad. Oh, because you're reversed of what you're seeing in the mirror. Yeah, but you've have you done that like thing where on the camera you reverse it so you see you cameras know. are no cameras don't count that's cameras true, don't uh, it, you you would need a true mirror you would you would need let they, they and they have those they sell them it's like literally like they're they it, it, i don't know how they do it but they do a true reflection but um but yeah i'm just saying if you hate yourself in the mirror you're, you're not seeing at, what's you're actually looking at real. It the wrong way you're looking at the wrong way. You're not what you're seeing as a reflection. It's not real. It's reversed. Yeah, you should do it the Michael Bublé way and like look at yourself upside down in the mirror. You know, Is that's that- how I draw people. That, that's not Michael Bublé. That's uh, that's um, Jason. Uh, Mraz? No. Mraz. No, the one with the fedora. Mraz. That's Mraz. Yeah. Is that who sings it? He should really just na- change his name to Jason Fedora. Jason Fedora. Or just Fedora. Okay. Jason F- Jason Fedora said that. The one where he said, I drew a face and I laughed in the, when he was breath fogged with the glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? That's yeah, Jason that's, that's, that's Yeah, it's Jason Fedora. Oh, okay. Well, that we'll play Fedora, that song Fedora. in the intro and then it'll type. <laughs> the, Fedora, Fedora. the the episode <laughs> art will be will be Jason Fedora. <laughs> just with As a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging upside down, uh, the fedora staying on somehow. <laughs> All right. I hope no one. Thinks well, that was I the worst was fucking real. choose your own adventure ever. No, it had you know a what twist. I should do. It was. I think it, it wasn't bad. 
As... I want to buy some Goosebumps books. Some Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure ones. I feel like Katie has like. Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah. I feel like Katie has like a billion. Yeah, we have choose, like. like I know it's the Goosebumps ones. But do you really? To choose yeah. your own. Adventure. Oh, we should do though. Are they yeah. are the the actual Choose Your Own Adventure ones, or are they just Goosebumps books? Yeah. Uh, oh no, they're the. I think it's Goosebumps books, but they're Choose Your PDFs. Own Adventure ones. Um, I think they had a, a few of them. Nice. Let's do oh, it. A lot Later. of words. Go to work. There's probably there's probably more improv. Photocopy all of them. probably. Oh yeah. 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 So. Good. All right. Well, cool. Let's wheel, get to the Jake? wheel. We have the autopsy of Jane Doe. Uh, Patreon pick is Cobweb. Would you rather Oculus and World War Z and the Babadook for the wheel? Okay. So let's spin the wheel. And it is Would You Rather. Two in a row. Beep, beep, beep. That's fine. You're fine. Get one more and you you have to do something. Go straight to jail. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. I'm going straight to jail. Straight to jail. I just, I just show up at the nearest police department. They're like, what? I'm like, dude, my podcast. It's just. Yeah, like, I got three in a row. Like, it's, it's like getting doubles three times a Monopoly. Like, you're done, dude. Yeah, dude. I was like, come on, guys. Kind of. Put me in that jail cell. It was a four. <laughs> you know, it'd be crazy. What if they made wanting to put yourself in prison a crime? So when you go and you say, I want to go to prison, it's a crime when they put you in prison. I like suicide kind of. <laughs> Yeah, this guy's got a death. I can't get in trouble for committing suicide. I think so. I think technically. I don't think I, I think I feel like that's one they probably don't enforce. But I feel I like suicide's they technically they illegal. That, but they'll like institutionalize you. Yeah. Like there's gotta be like a process to it. Like yeah. they're like, we have to <laughs> do something about this. Yeah. I mean I don't know. Never mind. I mean you might know best. No. What does that supposed to mean, Jake? I don't know. Are Nurse, you, you work in healthcare. Oh yeah, I've never arrested anybody for trying to kill themselves. So. <laughs> <laughs> Freeze! <laughs> you seem sad. I'm a nurse. Just remember, it's illegal <laughs> to be too sad. You're insane. That is the biggest fucking wine glass I've ever seen in my life. Is it one that could fit a whole bottle? Um, a 70, I don't know. I think it would definitely fit a whole bottle. Like a small bottle. Yeah. Like, yeah, like one of those skinny bottles. Seven fifty. Yeah, I drink out bottle. of a box, so I wouldn't know. Just Classy. Yeah, it's a good box, so it's the more expensive one. Top shelf box. Yeah, photo box. Do we have to do an outro for the episode? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is it? We're no, in we it. Just stop. Our okay. voices just fade away. All right. Well, now that the, the uh, now that the movie. wheel is settled, and wait, wait, what, what movie one? Would you rather? It's on. Hulu. Would you rather? It's on Hulu. All I right. think we know what our game is going to be next week. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. That'd be so fun. Um, so uh, yeah. Rathers. Thank you for listening. And uh, we will see you next week with Would You Rather. Take your shirt off. Bye. Take your shirt off. You've been in like a ziggurat the whole time. The internet. Edgelord. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>